gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, and this is the verse that is in the bulletin, I tell you, I shall not again drink of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. On Communion Sundays, I try not to preach too long because I, our emphasis, our attention needs to be on the sacrament of communion. But I try to give you a thought for, for meditation, try to give you something to think about and some kind of context for this sacrament. There are two things that I'd like to bring to your attention today. The first thing is that when Jesus was eating this meal with his disciples, it was a full meal, a meal of the Passover. And the Passover to him and his disciples and all Jewish folks celebrated that time when they were delivered from death by the lamb, the blood of the lamb. And God had skipped over their houses and had delivered them from that. And in the New Testament, Jesus Christ himself began to be the symbol of the lamb. He who could deliver us from our past. He who could deliver us traditionally from sin and from fear. And Jesus Christ is that today. Part of what we do when we take communion is look to the past. And we look to our deliverer, to the Lamb of God, who still has the power to let us put behind that which would take away our life. And that's really important. When those of us who look at our lives honestly and sincerely can see that which causes death, we see sin. Now, there are a lot of ways that we treat sin these days. One of them is to make light of it, and I think that's not all bad because sometimes we, if we didn't laugh, we'd cry about it. It's not bad to cry, but sometimes it's necessary to be humorous about it just to point it up. But sin, while it may be funny sometimes, is not fun. It is not fun. Sin literally means to miss the mark. And missing the mark hurts. Let me tell you a story I heard from another Methodist preacher one time. He was talking about, uh, it was a story about two ditch diggers down in this deep hole, just shoveling like crazy, and the foreman, the boss, is standing out underneath a, uh, a tree in the shade eating an apple. One ditch digger finally looks at the other one and says, how come we're down here and he's out there? Now the disc digger says, I, I don't know, but I'll go ask. So he climbs out of the hole, goes up to the floor, and says, hey, boss. says, we had a question. How come we're down there and you're out here? And he said, well, it's because of the thing called intelligence. I got intelligence. And the disc digger says, what is that thing called intelligence? He says, well, I'll show you. Puts his hand against that tree and he says, now I want you to hit my hand as hard as you can. You heard this story before, haven't you? Hit my hand as hard as you can. And the guy kind of looks at him like he's a dope, but he thinks he told me to do it. He's the boss. I'm going to do it. So he rears back and just takes a swing toward that guy's hand. And right at the last second, he pulls it out of the way. And the guy's hand creams that tree. And he's hopping around, hopping around, hopping around. And the boss says, that's intelligence. So he goes down in the ditch. And the guy looks at him and says, what'd you find out? And he says, well, I found out that the reason we're down here and he's up there is because he's got a thing called intelligence. 
And now the disc digger says, well, what's intelligence? He says, let me show you. Hit my hand as hard as you can. <laughs> See, when you miss the mark, it hurts. It hurts. Sin may be funny, but it's not fun. It is not fun. It is something that can enslave us. It causes what I like to call dead duck living. I heard another story one time about uh, about a kid who got a slingshot. Remember, those, remember when you used to have a slingshot? They used to have, I mean, sports slingshots. I don't know where they got those anymore. But you remember when you had a slingshot and how those things were not very predictable to most kids. And the kid had one, and he went out, and he, and he and his sister had just gone to his grandmother and grandfather's for a little week's stay during the summer. And he was out in the woods trying to hit the trees, and he couldn't hit the trees and all of that kind of stuff. Finally, sitting on the back porch one day, all alone, and here his grandmother's pet duck goes walking across the backyard. And he thinks to himself, I never hit that thing, but I, maybe I give it a little scare. Pulls back, and you know the story, smacks that duck right in the head. The duck falls over dead. He's thinking to himself, man, my grandmother loves this duck. What am I going to do? So he takes the duck, hides it in the woodpile, and turns around just in time to see his sister looking out at him from a window. She's seen the whole thing. Well, he goes in. It's time for supper, and his grandmother and grandfather and little sister and Johnny. And uh, after supper, his grandmother says, Sally, I want you to help me with the dishes. And Sally says, Grandmother, it's all taken care of. Johnny wants to help you with the dishes. She leans over to her brother and says, remember the duck. So Johnny hops up and helps with the dishes. Next day they get up, and Grandpa says, I want to take you kids fishing. And Grandma says, now wait a minute, I need, I need Sally to stay here and help me get lunch. That's, you know, what I need. And Sally says, don't worry about it, Grandmother. Johnny told me he wants to help you get lunch. Don't you, Johnny? And Johnny said, uh, yeah. Well, life like that goes on for a few days. Finally, Johnny has such a burden, not just over having to do the things, but over what he has done that he goes to his grandmother and he says, Grandmother, I've got to tell you something. He said, I was playing with my slingshot the other day and I didn't mean to, but I killed your duck. And the grandmother stooped down and took him up in her arms and said, Johnny, I know you did. I was standing at the window too. I saw the whole thing, and because I loved you, I forgave you. But I just wanted to see how long you would be a slave to your sister because of that. You know what dead duck living is? Living is being a slave to the sin. It's carrying around the guilt with you when you don't have to. It's trying to cover up for something that already has been forgiven. So when we come to communion, it's a chance to get rid of all that. We will say prayers of confession. And some of these people don't like that. They say, that's demeaning to me, saying I'm not worthy to pick up the crumbs under your table. Folks, that's not God talking. That's us talking. That's not God's opinion. That's our opinion when we compare ourselves with who we could be. So there is something of the past, but there's also something of the future. And I've just done a preaching, and now I'll do a teaching. Do you realize that when Christ says that I shall not drink this, this fruit of the vine with you again until I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom, that he's pointing to a heavenly messianic banquet that lays for us in the future? For everybody in here that has accepted Jesus Christ, 
as his or her personal Savior, you're going to be there. You've got your invitation. Your invitation is Jesus Christ. And you have an appointment at that banquet. It's predicted in Isaiah 25. He says, and, and I will provide for you a banquet out of fat thing and out of the fruit of the vine from the leaves and so on and so forth. He pictures a messianic banquet when we pass into that kingdom. Also in Matthew, in chapter 8, 11, Jesus says, and people will come from the east and from the west, and they will sit down, now look, who's, look who else is a guest there, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and I suspect he just didn't name them all because I know that Moses is going to be there, and Noah, and St. Peter, and St. Paul, all of us are going to surround this table. They will sit and talk with them, and the Greek word they use for sit and talk is to recline at a supper table. So that banquet is planned for us. It is referred to in the parable of going out of the marriage feast and inviting guests in. And the way they did it in the old days was that you were invited, you were notified of the day that it was going to be or the, the time of the week that it was going to be. But you were not notified of the exact time. So that day, in order to be ready to go, it had to be your highest priority. And what happened was that the people who had first volunteered to go to that banquet. When everything was ready and the master sent out his servants, which was the custom, to say the banquet is ready, they had not prioritized that. And they got busy with other things and then they refused the invitation at the last moment. Revelations 19.9 says, Blessed are those who come to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Who is the Lamb? Jesus Christ. Who is the bride? His church. Now, I want to ask you a question. How much are you prioritizing for that future wedding feast? What's the conversation going to be at that table when you are there and you look Abraham in the face? What are you going to say to him after you've said, pass the spuds and can I have the salt? Are you preparing for a conversation that you're going to be having with all of the saints that ever lived who were totally dedicated to God? Will you be able to share with them? Will that be a joyful experience? When you take communion this morning, I want you to consider that you can not only give up your past, you can prepare for your future. You can not only be free from slavery, you can begin to prepare for sainthood. It is yours to do. Choir. As is our custom, if there are any of you who who are led to have a personal prayer with another Christian, you're invited forward during this song. Whatever it is, if you want another Christian to pray with you about it, we would be glad to do that.